This is Retiring Today, the podcast that guides you to and through retirement. I'm Molly Nelson, host of the podcast, and I'm here with Sean Honkamp. Sean is a retirement income certified professional, a certified financial fiduciary, a certified financial planner, and a CPA. And one other thing I know about Sean is that he is a football team. Who do you like to cheer for, Sean? Uh, locally, Wait, you're not a football team. Yeah, not a football team. Not by myself. I would not succeed at that. He's a one man wrecking crew. <laughs> Sean is a football fan. Yeah, He's... grew up in Eastern Iowa. It was heavy black and gold, so I'm an Iowa Hawkeye fan. They were on TV as a child. Um, the other universities weren't necessarily at that time, but yeah, Eastern Iowa is heavy black and gold. I've grown up rooting and cheering for the Iowa Hawkeyes at the professional level. I'm a big Raiders fan moved around obviously Los Angeles Oakland but today, Sin City now. today the Las Vegas Raiders and growing up in Iowa as we both did no professional teams here right so those Iowa Hawkeyes they were the gold literally the black and gold but the golden team what they did was what everybody talked about the next day what everybody watched and of course they were the dominant team here in the state uh when we were growing up 70s 80s and 90s yeah a lot of, a lot of pride between you know when the hawkeyes and cyclones play each other um it gets a lot of publicity here in the state it's a weekend that a lot you know the entire state looks forward to yeah, it's kind of funny that uh, I grew up with four brothers, so five boys on a farm. My dad is an Iowa State graduate, ah. uh, but we all grew up in eastern Iowa. The rest of the entire family <laughs> are Hawkeye fans, so he likes to uh, you know, still pull that out every now and then when the Cyclones win. Uh, which hasn't been as much recently, thankfully. Right. But right. so yeah, we had a lot of you know, little some fun rivalry there within our immediate family. Lots of football rivalries all over the country. You know, Gallup did a poll not too long ago. Sean, thirty-seven percent of U.S. adults say that football is their favorite sport to watch. It's interesting. They call baseball America's pastime. It's got that tagline or slogan. But yeah, the the ratings and the viewership for football in the NFL. Um, and college, I think, is significantly higher you know, than what baseball is. So, yeah, the NFL is, is a big business. So why not have a football-themed show about retirement? Today we're tackling the retirement red zone. Okay, one little side note, and then we're just going to keep, you know, it's our podcast, so we get to do what we want. Really, Sean, remind me, the red zone really in football is 20 yards and in, in, in from the touchdown, right? That's area. correct. Okay, so in football, it's 20 yards. In our discussion today, we're talking about the retirement red zone, but Sean, we want to talk about 10 years. 10 is kind of the number we're going to start with, and we're going to work our way in. 10 years in from retirement is the retirement red zone. Why is that? That's what we focus on. We talk all the time that if you're within 10 years of retirement, that is the right time to learn more about what it means to have a retirement plan. And why we focus on that is it's the nature of planning. The sooner you can put a plan in place, uh, that's the sooner that you can identify different strategies that you want to be considering at that stage of life. And the sooner you can implement those and make some of those decisions, then you're going to be better positioned when you are finally at that doorstep of retirement and you cross that goal line and go from the working part of your career into that retirement journey. Yeah, I kind of think of those accumulation years as you're marching down the field, getting into that red zone to retirement. So in the red zone to retirement too, is when we here at Merkle Retirement Planning typically work with people, which does make us different than some of the other uh, financial advising uh, firms you might come across. We specialize in those people who are 
within 10 years of retirement or already retired? Yeah, we very much are specialists within our industry. And what, what we find is that roughly about 95% of all the advisors out there across the country are investment focused or are the accumulation type advisors. And they can add a lot of value. You know, a lot of families and individuals will choose to establish a an advisor relationship at some point in their career. And maybe it's more transactional focused. Maybe they need some life insurance or disability, or maybe they want to establish a Roth IRA or, um, or they have a job change and have a 401k, they can move out to an IRA for the first time. So that might be the triggers where they establish that first relationship. Um, so about 95% of the advisors focus on that. We're unique. We've got that specialty in that we are in that 5% bucket. You know, only about 5% of all the advisors out there commit to a planning process. And our specialty is, just like you said, we are retirement planners. And we focus on much more than just the investments. You know, we've talked a lot of times about we've got our six components to our planning process. One of those is the investment plan. But then there's five other areas that we focus on, and all of them have importance within your overall retirement plan. Okay, so let's say we're in the red zone in the NFL. Who's the best red zone quarterback in the NFL right now, would you say, Sean? Who are the best red zone? I mean, I don't like to admit this as a Raiders fan, and Haley's going to love to hear this, but, man, it is very hard to get Patrick Mahomes off the field. You know, he can throw the ball in almost any angle. He's got a lot of, you know, Andy Reid's a great coach. He's very creative with his play calling. They have a lot of weapons, and it seems like if you get Patrick Mahomes within the red zone, a lot of times they're going to end up in the end zone with a touchdown. Okay, so you want Mahomes if you're a football player. If you're getting ready to retire, you want the best person, right? So maybe you work with this accumulation advisor and they marched you down the field. They got you to within 10 years of retirement. You're happy with kind of where you're sitting from a, what my portfolio has in it perspective, but you get within 10 yards, 20 yards, 10 years, see what I'm doing there. You really want to get the best in the game. So that's where that retirement planner comes in. And we want to talk about what the, uh, the defense is doing. The yeah. defense in this red zone, what are they doing? Because there's some obstacles that you're going to face in these last five or 10 years before you retire that you haven't faced before, or they're maybe not obstacles right away, but they will be as you head into retirement. So let's look at some of the obstacles. We're also calling them defense. Again, I'm just going to make all these parallels, whether they're super accurate or not. It's okay. It's yeah. just for the sake. We're just having some fun with the football references. Okay. So you're in the red zone. The defense is set up. And one of the defenses you might face, Sean, in this red zone is that time really isn't on your side anymore. Yeah, just like in football, when you get into the red zone, you don't have your entire playbook accessible. You know, if you're if you're at the 10-yard line and the, and the end zone ten, is 10 yards deep, well, you can't run a 30-yard out like you can if you're farther back. You know, if you're in your accumulation stage of life, you've got different things to think about. When you get to that red zone new things come into play. You've got to start looking at it differently. And that's why a lot of families will, most of the families and individuals that we work with have had that accumulation advisor and they make a switch because our expertise is these new things that people are thinking about like social security and like having a tax plan and different things that aren't just solely investment focused. So yeah, when you do get into that red zone of retirement, time isn't always on your side. So most people, it's pretty standard that people don't want to take as much investment risk and maybe have as much exposure in the markets when they are closer to retirement and maybe they feel like they can't let you know allow they can't be in a position where their investment portfolio blows up and they experience too many losses you know we all feel like hey we don't have as much time you know you're closer to that distribution distribution stage of life where you don't want to have a significant loss in your portfolio and then be forced to sell low 
right? That's not how we make money in the markets. We buy low, sell high. You don't want to be positioned and maybe overexposed in the markets when time isn't on your side where you then have to sell your investments at a low. Yeah, let's talk about that a little bit because I think I've heard you and some of the other retirement planners here say that if you're working with somebody right now and, and in spite of what happened in the last year or so with the stock market, if they told you, oh, don't worry, sit back, relax, wait it out, and you're in the red zone to retirement, you're going, what? I don't want to sit back and relax. I don't have 30 years for this thing to go back up 30%. I need a quarterback right now who can help me or a manager of my team who can help me get to the, to the end zone, you know, make the play. So whatever does happen, we don't want to just be a passenger on your own plan and just sit there and react and do nothing. A lot of, I mentioned before, a lot of the families that we work with had that accumulation advisor. And that is a lot, that's something they hear a lot is that they, when an advisor is working with them and only helping them with their investment plan, and now the markets are down, investments are down. Well, that's the only thing they're thinking about looking at. So what's their recommendation going to be? Sit tight, do nothing. And that isn't a philosophy that we believe in when we're looking bigger picture, we see an entire plan, regardless of what markets do, whether markets are up or markets are down, there are options, there are strategies that you can implement to take advantage of whatever it is we have in front of us. Okay, Sean, let's get a little bit more specific. I want you to call a play. <laughs> Tell me what I'm supposed to do. Where am I supposed to go? How do I get the touchdown? Yeah, when we have less time, you know, we're, we're in that red zone or even at, in retirement, then there's different strategies that you want to be thinking about when it comes to your investment. So diversification starts to mean something a little different. When we're in accumulation stage of life, diversification is primarily about just different asset classes. You know, we, we probably are taking, you know, or we're at risk with all of our investments typically. And then diversification now, when we get to the red zone of retirement or beyond, it's really more about diversification of different strategies, not so much just different asset classes. So we still always want to have some at-risk dollars. We're always going to be in the markets. The markets are a great wealth generator. But now might be the right time to have some diversification. And maybe it makes sense to have, it a buck, have a bucket of money or a part of your portfolio that isn't at risk. Let's have some safety. Let's get some guarantees. Let's have a certain amount of dollars that maybe, no matter what the markets do, can't go backwards. So there are strategies out there that fit now that maybe did not make sense to a lot of people in your 20s, 30s, and 40s, that now when you're in your 50s and beyond, now is the time to learn more about them so that you you know the goods and bads, right? What are the good and bad aspects of different strategies so that you can analyze them and make a decision on whether or not they are the right fit for your plan. Sean, I think that sounds great. That's a good play, but sometimes still, I've, I've played some sports in my life. They call the greatest play, and then I went out and I didn't quite execute. <laughs> I didn't quite understand what the coach meant, but I thought I did at the time. I think this risk conversation is the same way people understand. Yeah, as, as I move to retirement, I need to take a little bit of risk off the table, but maybe they don't always understand exactly how to execute that. Yeah, that's why it's so important with what our process looks like. The tools we use within our process are, are very important. You know, one of the tools we have is called Riskalyze. And what Riskalyze allows us to do is to provide the families we work with with more information and more transparency around exactly how much risk they're taking today. So we can look at their portfolio that they bring to us and we can give them that information to show them, sorry, here's your risk score, right? If you think of maybe on a, a risk spectrum of one to 100, here's where they're at. And that's nice, but then the, the additional information that we are able to provide is, well, that's, here's what that means from an exposure standpoint. So if you have a million dollar portfolio, you're taking a certain amount of risk today, 
does that mean your million dollars could go down to 900,000 in a very poor market cycle or could it go down to 600,000 in a very poor market cycle? Most of the families we work with, they've never seen that information before. Um, so we have different tools that we utilize that are very important for people at this stage of life. So we're able to take our families through that process, give them that type of information, show them how we do what we do so that we can help them be more intentional as they design their portfolio and make investment decisions. And then I imagine after that, it, so let's say you sit, use that example where they can go down to 600,000 based on where I'm at right now. I said, no, Sean, I don't want that. That's not what I want at age 60. Then you can say, well, here's some changes we could make. And then the that's where you go back to that diversification, move some money to some different spots so that they can still experience the growth, but not that big of a loss. Yeah. Just using the tools and having this conversation with the families or individuals. Now we can get a better sense of, well, what is their risk appetite? You know, what is your risk appetite? So one, we're learning about them, but two, now that we're helping them build their plan, we can also look at their plan and say, Hey, what is the plan telling us? Have they saved well to the point where they don't necessarily need to go out and get top return on the markets and take, you know, big time exposure on the downside? Um, or maybe they haven't saved well for whatever reasons their lifestyle. So maybe they do need to be out there and, and still be in, you know, a certain level of aggressiveness to get returns in the market. So together, we're going to have that information. We can have conversations and together we can make these decisions that put them in the best position possible to achieve their retirement goals. And you said the word conversation a few times. I think that's really key because a lot of this does simply start with a conversation and that conversation starts with, hey, what do you want to do in retirement? And so you've been having a lot of these conversations Sean's with people. We call them our 15 minute retirement checkup call. It's a great way to start asking questions. So let's say you're listening to this and this whole risk thing has you thinking, how much risk am I taking? What would my portfolio do during a market correction? Or maybe you've seen what your portfolio just did during a market correction. You didn't like it and you don't want to see it happen again because Sean, we do know that market corrections happen on average, what, every five to six years? Yeah, it just depends, you know, whether we get to just a 10% like market correction or if we get to a 20% bear market, those are going to happen. They happen every so often. We've seen them before. We're going to see them again. So you will experience these type of market ups and downs throughout your retirement journey. Yeah. And I've got to imagine that some people listening are experiencing that and not liking what their 401k is doing. So they can have a conversation with a retirement planner, talk to a retirement planner about risk, whatever is on your mind by scheduling a 15 minute retirement checkup call. You can go to MerkleRetire.com. That's M-E-R-K-L-E Retire.com. Right now, there's a calendar there. You can scroll, find a date, find a time that works for you. You can talk to a retirement planner about any of the components of retirement, whatever's on your mind. Sean, you have these conversations nearly every day with people, and some people really are feeling this market correction. Yeah, sometimes they, they feel a little surprised on how much control they turn over to the markets. You know, we, we think back to the 08, 09, Great Recession, you know, people were, it was the tagline of people were calling 401ks, now 201ks, uh, because in 08, 09, the S&P 500 went down more than 50%. So a lot of people's 401ks were cut in half. So, you know, that, that's surprising a lot. And even this year, but it's been a very tough market this year. We've seen some significant losses. And we talked to a lot of individuals that are, you know, they're, they're nervous, they're scared, they're frustrated that their markets can, or their account balances can go down so much because of the market. So that's where, you know, you get to a certain stage of life, you should want more information, you should want to be more intentional about how you're in investing and just have a better sense of what level of risk you're at and how much exposure you are taking on. Yeah. And it's good to note too, that the people that we talk to that are a little apprehensive about all of this, generally they come to us and they don't have a retirement plan. Or again, they worked with somebody who said, sit back and wait. The families and individuals that we work with either retired 
in the last year, stayed retired or stayed on track to retire. Yeah, a lot of families are were still able to retire this year, and it, it's it's a lot of fun having this conversation. That you know, what hits the what's hit, what hits the TV? It's the uncertainty. It's the doom and gloom of the markets, and they can they can go right to those major indices and say, hey, they're down twenty five percent year to date, thirty percent, and our families are coming to us having that feeling. And then we can pull up their plan and we can look at their plan. And the portfolios that we're helping them build are down much less than what the overall indices are down, right? That's typically what we try to achieve is let's make sure your retirement plan doesn't blow up even when the markets do. So we've had a lot of families that have been able to stick with their retirement plans and still retire here in this current year, even with all the uncertainty, significant market corrections, historic inflation, um, you know, just other things that are going on in uncertainty. So it's, it's a lot of fun to be able to have people build their plan and stick to their plan. So we're talking about being in that red zone to retirement, 10 years or less from retirement and some of the defenses or obstacles that can get in your way. And one of those, Sean, is that people just don't know if they have enough saved for retirement. Oftentimes, that's the biggest question. You know, when, when people go to make that retirement decision, you want to feel confident about that. And that's re- typically where they start. Do I have enough? What is enough? You know, people want to feel confident that they're not going to run out of money before they run out of time. And that's that's challenging. That, that's where it gets very customized to each and every situation. You know, what you have saved in total and, and maybe what your sources are. If you have guaranteed income sources, whether that's Social Security and, and pensions, you know, that's going to be unique to you. So, um, your lifestyle is a big factor. You know, what is a typical month for you? And there's a wide range there. You know, we see households that maybe only spend 3000 a month, and we see households that spend 10000 or more per month. So what you need to sustain your retirement journey is is varies wildly depending on what your typical lifestyle is and what your typical month is. So we've got to look at all these factors. So that's, again, why we look at a comprehensive plan. And we're thinking about all these pieces of the plan so that we can help provide information to our families and make them feel really confident when they go to make that retirement decision. A few things that fam- almost every family out there and individual is looking for is confidence confidence to make these decisions and clarity around what their overall retirement picture looks like. Yeah, Sean, it's hard to imagine going into retirement guessing. Just like it would be hard to be in the red zone and not have a play drawn up or not have the whole entire team know what you were going to run. Because some people would be going left and some people would be going right and some people would be going down the middle. So when you get in this red zone to retirement, just hoping you have enough, crossing your fingers or wondering, that that can't be the way to proceed. But sometimes people do. If failure to plan is planning to fail. So we, we need to have a team. It's important for you to have a team around you and choosing to establish a a relationship with a retirement planner, that's building that team, right? And, and maybe having an attorney that can be a part of your team, having a CPA or tax preparer can be part of your team. So as you approach this stage of life, you want to be in the best position possible. We've never had a family come in here saying that, hey, I want to retire twice, right? So you want to get it right. You, you want to nail retirement the first time. You want to feel really confident that you're in a position to be able to walk away from that guaranteed income and that paycheck and now hit retirement and go enjoy. Let's make sure you can make these the golden years that everybody refers to. So be in the best position possible. Feel confident. Make sure you're making the best best decisions possible for your plan. Let's maximize your assets. Let's be as efficient as possible. So take the appropriate amount of risk. Let's pay the least amount of 
tax as possible. Let's make sure you're positioned to pay the least amount for Medicare throughout retirement. Let's make sure your legacy plan is set up to be the most efficient possible so that you can spend as much of your hard-earned savings as possible. And then if you have goals to leave something meaningful to beneficiaries, loved ones, charities, that you can do that in the most efficient possible manner as well. Sean, sometimes people get a number in their mind too. They think they've got to save X amount before they can retire. But again, they're guessing, right? So it's really powerful when you can take the guesswork out of getting to retirement. It's easy to feel like maybe you don't have enough or not know it until you maybe you see it in writing. You know, I'm, I'm thinking about a, a couple that we just started working with recently that, you know, husband and wife, and um, he's on social security disability, you know, just because of a health condition. And um, they're only in their late 50s and, and just at early 60s. And in her mind, you know, she's feeling some stress about not being able to be there as much because she still needs to work full time. And she was always thinking that she'd have to work probably till 62, 65. And we started working with her and we showed her, showed her her plan. And she is retiring here December 31st. And she couldn't feel better about, you know, now having that certainty. She was really surprised that she was in a position to be able to, because she had no sense, you know, that she, she had never seen it written out, like what, what we do, what we provide to our families. And um, with a lot of comfort and confidence, she knows she's going into this retirement journey, knowing that financially they're, they're in a great place. She does not have to be concerned about that. And now her biggest joy is that she's going to be able to be there every day for her husband. They're both really looking forward to that. And I tell you how, you know, you think about the, the rewarding part that we all get out of our days, you know, something, an experience like this is, is just unbelievably rewarding, you know, to be able to put, you know, help people enjoy these years. And, you know, there's no guarantees that any of us make it to 80, 90, 100. And uh, this was really a, a fun, you know, a fun experience, fun couple to work with, and, and they're going to be in a great spot. And again, this is in the middle of a market correction, what some might even call a recession. And and that stuff, yes, happening around them. But when you drill down into someone's specific numbers and someone's specific retirement lifestyle, you don't have to listen to all of that other stuff that's happening in the economy. Uh, that's where the customization is so valuable. You know, everybody's plan is, is unique to them. Nobody else has exactly the same aspects of a plan and components and, you know, guaranteed income and total investments and social security benefits and, and lifestyle needs, legacy plans. Nobody, nobody, no, no two plans out there are going to be exactly the same. So uh, being able to get that customization, uh, that's what you should be looking for. These rules of thumb are not going to give you all the answers and the guidance. You can't just make decisions off of the averages. You don't care about average. You care about one plan. You know, when you get to this stage of life, you hit your red zone. You know, you want to have that, you know, that, that clutch touchdown pass on, on fourth down to, to win the game. So you want to make sure that your plan's set up so that you can win the retirement game. So a good coach calls a play. But Sean, the coach doesn't call the play and then walk away and see if you can execute. They stay on the sidelines, they watch, and sometimes maybe have to run the play more than once. You know, you do get four tries to go 10 yards in football. So just like that, a good retirement planner isn't going to give you the plan and then say, hey, have a great retirement. Yeah, that's right. I mean, they do give you four plays. I like that you said that, you know, and first down may not always work out. So, you know, what we do is we build these retirement plans for our families. You know, it's 
it's very much a process and a relationship. So we, we can build the plans. Once we build the plan, the plan isn't there to have all the answers because the plan doesn't know what the defense is doing. So the plan doesn't know what life is in front of us. So um, we're always going to be there. So we, we build this relationship with our families. We want to be there for our families throughout their retirement journey. And then we always we want to be there for, the, for the, our families that we work with to execute their legacy plan. And we, we can be there then for their children and beneficiaries and charities to execute and achieve their goals goals. So as life happens, you know, we, we need to review the plan and, and adjust the plan. So we've got to be ready to react to what it gets thrown our way. So in a given year, for example, you know, whether the markets are up or markets are down, there's things that can be that we can be focused on and doing, you know, in a down market, like this year, uh, something we focus on with our families is Roth conversions. You know, if a Roth conversion makes sense within your tax plan for a given year, doing a Roth conversion in a down market makes even more sense. So now we can do that Roth conversion when the markets or sorry, your investments are less valuable today because the markets are down. We can get those moved over to a Roth IRA account. And now when the markets do recover, you're going to get all that recovery within a Roth account, which is, as we all know, the Roth account has our favorite tax bracket, which is zero. So there's things that we, we need to manage and continue to build the plan as life happens. I like to think of those as like options, right? So you, you make the first look, you draw it back in the pocket. I'm imagining, if, if you will, imagine me, I'm back in the pocket. I look, first option isn't there. I go to that second option. So sometimes we look at Roth conversions, dollar cost averaging. Sometimes I know you guys have called the families and individuals that we work with and say, work with and say, is now go time for that based on what's happening in the markets. Yeah, you think about as life unfolds. We don't know what happens in our families' lives on a daily basis. So there's times where our families need to reach out to us and we've got a life event and we're going to get together and review the plan and potentially make some change, changes. There's going to be times that us as the professional, we identify those triggers and say, hey, your plan has this opportunity built. The factors are there. Let's talk about it. And then now we get to make a decision together. Do we execute, take advantage of that opportunity or not? And it is not a one size fits all. You know, one family might choose to do something, you know, one opportunity. The next family might say that's not the right fit for them at, at a given time. So, yeah, we've got to be flexible. We, we've got to be able to audible, right? The best quarterbacks out there can can read that defense and adjust on the fly and, and call an audible. So we've got to be able to, you know, be positioned so that we can make changes. So let's be intentional about the decisions we're making. Let's let's know the pros and cons to every decision that we make and feel really good that we're making the best decisions together. And the options can be as fun as, hey, we've decided we want to go to Arizona in the winter now. Let's build that into the plan. Or they can be those life-changing events, those sad times when we have the families and individuals that we work with call and say, my spouse died or the son or daughter of someone calls and said, my mom or dad worked with you and they have passed on. We even help with those life changes as well. Yeah, there's, there's going to be good moments and bad moments. You know, we, we live that in our life. You know, as a retirement planner, we have a wonderful opportunity to get to know our families really well. You know, the lifestyle plan is part is one of the components of our process. So, you know, we do. We get to talk to them about what they envision retirement looking like and, and what their goals are. And then we get to help maybe push them a little bit to make sure that they do go do those things. Um, so, but life events are going to happen, good things and bad things. You know, the market conditions are going to happen, both good and bad. Um, so we know we've got to be ready to respond to those. Um, and we're going to be there. We are going to help families. You know, when we do have a spouse pass away, that's a big change to their plan. You know, the tax picture looks much different. Now you're filing single instead of maybe joint. And that has significant impacts to a plan. So you want to be positioned for that. So we've got to be here and be ready for our families that, you know, whatever card turns up as they continue their retirement journey, we've got to make sure that we're in a good spot to be able to still 
achieve their lifestyle and achieve their retirement goals. So we have been talking about 10 years out from retirement, having some fun with the red zone concept. But if you don't know exactly if you're 10 years out from retirement, or maybe you're just a year out from retirement, Sean, it's not too late to to execute some of the strategies we've been talking about. Yeah, that 10 year rule that we talk about, that's not a hard rule, right? We've worked with families that are, are have been more than 10 years, or a lot of people don't necessarily know what age they're going to be able to retire. So you don't necessarily know when you are 10 years out from retirement. So it is a little bit of a moving target, right? In football, you can nail it down. You know, once you get to the 20 yard line, you're in their so-called red zone, but it's a little bit of a, you know, now we're talking about with people and lives and uncertainty in front of us. So that red zone of retirement can be a moving target, right? We, we typically work with families that are maybe at least 50 plus, but we also have started working with families that have been in their late forties and they know they want to retire at 55 or 58 or by 60. So it is a little bit of a moving target, but the sooner the, the takeaway is the sooner you can put a plan in place, the better positioned you're going to be to potentially retire sooner, or at least feel confident that you're making the best decisions possible as you lead up to your retirement date. You can start talking about your retirement date with a retirement planner by scheduling a 15-minute retirement checkup call. Go to MerkleRetire.com, that's M-E-R-K-L-E, Retire.com, and schedule your 15-minute retirement checkup call today. Have we missed any football analogies, Sean? Anything else here? You didn't, I never got sacked when I was quarterback you in, never the, got in this in, in this uh, podcast. I'm sure it's easy for you. You could, you could see over the linemen probably, so it's going to be easy for you to complete these passes. Good, so I'm sure that. you would be a great quarterback. Good. I have the height advantage. I appreciate that. We will continue talking about all of the components of retirement on this podcast. It's retiring today, and we thank you for listening. Sean, go on. I'm going. Go. Deep. Nope. No, there's 141. <laughs> turn, turn. I just threw you a dart. Diving catch into the end zone. Merkle Retirement Planning is an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of investments and insurance products to custom suit their goals and objectives. Any information discussed in these shows is for educational purposes only and should not be construed as investment, tax, or legal advice. Investment advisory services are offered through Elite Retirement Planning, LLC. Insurance services are offered through MRP Insurance, LLC. Lots of football rivalries. <laughs> Say rivalries, then. Let's cut that. I'll leave it to you. <laughs>